Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Wednesday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope you're getting a good start. Good day. Hope you're not coming in from uh, Wilson County, Mount Juliet, Lebanon. I understand. Uh, I saw on the... Uh, the telly this morning um, that uh, there was a 66 minutes and growing the time from Mount Juliet to downtown. So I I bit the bullet and came up I-24, which I never ever do in the mornings. You know I, that's the way I come to town. On a normal like Saturday morning or any other time, I'll go Smyrna, come up, but I avoid I-24. Uh, but I got in it. Yeah, it was so everybody's sitting in traffic. How you doing? Yeah. Doing good, man. Traffic's been an issue the last uh, 18, uh, I guess, what, 18 hours or so, M- more than that. 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been all kinds of traffic issues um, uh, going on. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, if you're listening, you're in the car, and if you run a little late, hey, better to get there late than not at all. Take it easy. Your boss will understand, hopefully. And, uh, you know, just, just get there. All's well that ends. Patton, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm not a huge traffic expert. My only advice to you, leave at 5 a.m. like I do. Uh, no, <laughs> no traffic on my commute. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah, done But deal. then again, everyone would leave at 5 a.m. and then I'd be in trouble. Exactly. So maybe then don't it, do that. <laughs> Let me leave. You have a bunch of people sitting in parking lots, you know. They don't have to be at work till 8 or 9 and they're sitting there at 6 o'clock. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to get here early. But anyway, so uh, the new general manager for the Titans, Rand Carthorn, uh, he has uh, some pedigree with the Giants, right, his dad. Uh, yep. Former 49ers director, player personnel, 15 years in the league, last six with the 49ers, former Florida running back. Uh, his dad was a heck of a player, right? And then yeah, later, he was a, he later was a fullback offense. for the Giants. Yeah. He was on uh, the 86 and 90 mm-hmm. Super Bowl teams. He blocked for Joe Morris and uh, O.J. Anderson and uh, – uh, he was a really good player. One yep. of Parcells' favorite players with the Giants. And he later got into coaching, was an mm-hmm. offensive coordinator at a couple places, I think. But anyway. Yeah, New England uh, and yep. uh, I think I think the Jets. I think he kind of followed Parcells around for a little bit. But Carthon uh, started in the league 2008 scouting uh, for the Falcons. He was named director of uh, pro personnel in 2012 uh, by the Rams. That would be the Jeff Fisher, uh, Les Snead. Uh, time and Jeff Fisher's, uh, you know, I think he, I've heard some, you know, things. I think somebody had a story with uh, Jeff Fisher about him already, uh, talking about him. So um, anyway, uh, it broke. Here's here, here's what I think. So yesterday afternoon, and I wrote down the time at two forty one, uh, the Titans sent out a press release, and they've just been doing these one sentence press releases when they wrap up an interview, right? Uh, so the uh, Bills senior director of pro scouting, Malik Boyd, they sent a press release out at 2.41 that they had wrapped up that interview. The story broke pretty darn close to the end. Yeah, it was, it was like mid to late afternoon and when so, the story uh, you broke. You know, I'm not putting words in Mr. Malik Boyd's mouth, but, I mean, 
Come on, man. You already knew who he was going to hire before you interviewed him. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for Malik yeah. Boyd. You know, he's getting ready for a big playoff game up in Buffalo against the Bengals and, you know, took the time to come down here and interview and meet with Amy Adams Strunk, presumably Burke Nye Hill, presumably uh, uh, Mike Vrabel at all. And, you know, as soon as he wrap up, wraps up the interview, he's probably, you know, walking into the airport to fly home and he probably Looking checked his phone, phone yep. to see that, okay, I guess I'm not getting this job. But uh, listen, um, we'll learn more about Rand Carthen as it goes along, guys. I like the fact that he's young, 41 years old, but he's got a lot of experience. You mentioned that he comes from an NFL football uh, pedigree, and he's been considered a rising star in the front office ranks for a number of years now. And you look at what the 49ers have done, you know, building that roster, getting to where they are. They're in the divisional playoff, and, you know, they were in the Super Bowl just a few years ago, and, you know, some of the guys that they've been able to uh, acquire in their roster, either through draft or free agency, they've done a nice job out there. They've been pretty consistent in winning and making the playoffs. And that's, you know, that's what we want here. Obviously, ultimately, we want that championship. But you can't get there until you can consistently build a team that's going to contend and compete year after year. Well, and he was part of the Rams build up too, right, with Aaron Donald and, and all of that. Uh, they got them a Super Bowl later. So he was, you know, really. Uh, I, I think it's a good hire. I don't know. Who knows? We'll I see. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I was, yeah. just, I was just thinking this. You know, you and I and the three of us are probably going to get asked all day wherever we go. What do you think about the new Titans GM? We'll find out. You know, <laughs> we're learning about him as we go. But uh, yeah, on paper it looks like a good hire. I think he's going to bring some youth and some energy. Not that John Robinson didn't, but you know, he's going to bring some youth and some energy into that front office. And obviously, the key is going to be how well he works with Vrabel because. You can bet your bottom dollar. Rest assured, Mike Vrabel is going to have more say, perhaps even significant say, into how to build this roster going forward. That's you know that's what we believe to be at the crux of why John Robinson was fired, among other things. So it's going to be a matter of can they collaborate? That's the big word now, collaboration, right? When we talk about uh, front office and head coach and coaching staff and all that kind of stuff. So those will be the two keys. Well, the, the number one key. And then it's a matter of, all right, what are we going to do in the short term? You know, are we going to move on from some guys and try to start a a, a retool slash rebuild? Or are we going to try to, as you like to say, run it back with some of the guys, Taylor Lewan, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, et cetera, et cetera. So all that remains to be seen. But I'm glad that the hire has been done now because we're a couple of weeks out from the Senior Bowl when we start the uh, college, uh, you know, draft evaluation process. And it's important to have everybody in place and be, I'll use the word again, collaborative as you begin the process. Patton, your thoughts? Um, I find it interesting, one, because kind of the timeline you were talking about, Mike Garofalo came out about 20, 25 minutes before. Garofalo. Uh, Garofalo. Uh, came out and said that the first round of interviews were over. The second rounds were coming up. They're going to interview Carthen, the uh, Bears uh, assistant in the front office. And then the news came out, and, and he said part of the second round was Mike Vrabel was going to be involved. So I, either somebody's wrong, either Mike Vrabel didn't have any say on the matter, I, I'm not so sure. But it, in terms of the hiring, it's it's hard to know. I, I don't know a lot about him, but just reading on, and a lot of players have had a lot of good things to say about Ryan Carthen, which is good because you, you want your players to sign with your GM. And I, I think that's one of the problems I had with uh, – 
John Robinson, it, the approach he had with Jeffrey Simmons, I didn't like. I hope Ryan Carthen's uh, approach is a little bit different. So you don't think Vrabel had any, th- any part in this hiring? Not necessarily, but uh, I, I just I, find I, somebody in the media is wrong. Well, no, somebody's in the media is reporting what's given to them uh, in this situation. Uh, they're, they're this, the second round of stuff is coming from the Titans, that these are the ones that they're going to be doing. Um, but who's giving – that information to yeah. Diana Rossini. Yeah, or Jeff Darlington. They co-broke it, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're well doing somebody their, obviously yeah. within, you yeah. know, somebody over at Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park because uh, Diana, uh, Diana Rossini and Jeff Darlington have been pretty well connected in terms of, you know, what the Titans are doing. So but it was, it was put out there, though, that and the Titans as well said this is the process. We're going to do it one round, then we're going to cut the second round. And then Vrabel even said himself in his press conference that he would be involved in that second round. Uh, so you don't – so they – If I'm not going to sit here, the naivete, and believe that Vrabel didn't have anything to do with this. I mean, that's that's silly. And, and I, I want to apologize also for a couple things. One, last week we had John Glennon on, and I said Amy Adams drunk that she said that she did not consult with Vrabel about firing Robinson. And I said, well, she's either a liar or dumb. And I apologize. That's too – I mean, and I'm sorry for saying that. I, I would rather say um, – She's not telling the truth, and she's not very smart. You, you've you been very you strong in your belief that, no, I, that, that you know, a lot of what happened to Robinson had to do with Vrabel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you're not necessarily buying the whole when Vrabel said, oh, I found out about it, you know, Amy told me after the fact, no, et cetera, et cetera. No. Okay. No. I mean, that's – and your point's well taken. And, yeah. you know, that's – don't need – I don't care if anybody believes what I think because, you know, I, I – I, there are people that I can talk to still uh, and find out things. Mm-hmm. I don't go break stories anymore. Uh, but anyway, so I don't know. We'll see. It's that's uh, wait and see on that one, right? Looks like he's got the good pedigree. So there you on go. On paper, it looks yeah. like a great hire. Yeah, you know, it really does. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll have to see. The proof in the pudding is, you know, you got to win. You got to build a good roster, and you got to win. And like I said, there are some, you know, individual player decisions coming up that uh, Rand Carthen is going to have to uh, decide on here. It is amazing they sort of cross paths, right? Uh, a an underling in the Titans personnel front office now becomes the 49ers general manager, and an underling in the 49ers now is this. Why didn't they just elevate their own? They just they just crossed each other's <laughs> path across yeah, the country. True. Monty Austin Fort, Titans number two guy now three when Robinson was there mm-hmm. uh, goes to the 49ers the 49ers Cardinals yeah Cardinals. the card that's the Cardinals that's right I'm, I'm goofy yeah. anyway but why not how about what Monty had uh, to say yesterday yeah he, he thanked everybody but Jr. well just the fact that he said ego will not be tolerated mm-hmm. in this organization yeah. yeah now that could have a lot of meaning to it uh, could I it could, not could I, it be, I know exactly what he's talking about. is he talking about where John I just came Robinson. from or where I'm going to or you think so he had gotten too big for. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find this great quote. When I texted Tom Hodges, uh, maybe I should use his name, but he, I, I told him, "Hey, John Robinson just got fired," and he had sent me. So John Robinson had gotten too big for his britches. That's an old country saying. He had gotten too big for his britches, and when how so? When absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean the, the AJ Brown decision certainly, but I think a lot of other things. I think he had gone rogue. And I think that Vrabel 
put a stop to it. And I think there's other people in that front office that you, you know, Monty Ossenfort did not, he, he was brought here by John Robinson. And in, in that introductory press conference, you can go grab it. He's thanked everybody except he, even Hoss was over there. He, he thanked Stretch. Uh, Stretch. <laughs> he, 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 he thanked the, you know, whoever. Right. Uh, but he went out of his way not to mention John Robinson. See, I, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't yeah. listen to it, the full thing. Yeah. I just, that quote obviously stood out. So well, that's, he was exactly talking about But I about think John that Robinson. had a meaning of, you know, where he came from and the fact that this, uh, this whole Kingsbury, uh, you know, Kyler Murray situation, you know, looks like he's going to, you know, he wants to nip all that in the bud. So, yeah, I mean, that, that could be a reference to what you're saying about JR in terms of he just, like by going rogue, what do you mean? Just saying, hey, John, we really think you should do this. He's like, well, I don't care. I'm well, no, yeah, it. I'm the GM, and everybody else is right. below me. Yeah, he had and got he had, he had I.e. A.J. Yeah. Brown trade. Yeah, and, and a lot of different things. Just just the way he went about business. You know, he had gotten too big for his britches, and uh, so anyway, uh, Preds win last night. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets two to one, two in a row. They've now they've won two in a row Monday, Tuesday. Right. Uh, they've lost three in a row before that. Then they mm-hmm. won four in a row before that. Will mm-hmm. you make up your mind? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to see from this team all year, don't you? I mean, they've, they're yeah. inconsistently, they're consistently inconsistent. So, but you got to feel good about the goaltending that you've gotten from both Saros and Lankinen over the last. Oh, no, Lankinen last night, Lankinen yeah. was terrific. Thirty-nine out of forty. Yeah. Uh, uh, his first start since January sixth. Of course, he missed the start where Askarov came down. Uh, and is it Askarov or Askarov? Askarov. Askarov. I think I had it right the first time. Yep. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, Cody Glass with his fifth, Yakov Trenin with his sixth, and and then they just uh, basically held on to the lead, late goal uh, by the Blue Jackets, who are uh, decimated. By they're him. not very good. No, they're not good, and they're beat up on top of that. Um, anyway, so uh, they go to St. Louis uh, tomorrow night, back home against the Kings uh, Saturday night uh, as well. Um, you know, one thing we didn't, there's a few things, well, I want to do this, but I, there's something I, we missed I'm going to get to a little bit early, later in uh, the show about uh, the uh, quarterback over at Nashville Christian, uh, Jared Curtis, uh, just finishing up his freshman year, uh, committing to uh, Vanderbilt. I mean, no, getting an offer from Vanderbilt. He didn't commit it. No, he won't commit for a, he'll, he'll have his choice. Uh, anyway, basketball last night, Tennessee goes to Mississippi State and wins 70-59. They did it without uh, uh, Vescovy or uh, uh, with a shoulder injury and Tyreek Key uh, with an illness. Uh, Ziegler, career-high 24 points. That first half was hard to watch. It was like, what, 25-20 to 20 at halftime or something like that. Uh, and But they, some people came up, man. Uh, you know, uh, Julian Phillips and Conway. What's is that? Is that how you say it? In Conway, Conway. in Conway, in Conway, the Conway. That sucker's good. He's really good. He can play out on the floor, and uh, that was a good win for Tennessee. Ziggler was outstanding yep. last night, mm-hmm. hitting threes, leading yep. the offense. You know, without Vescovy in the lineup, yeah. and Tyreek Key. Yeah, uh, Alabama seventy-eight sixty-six. Liam Robbins, four to six weeks with an ankle sprain. So that's I'm thinking high ankle sprain yeah. with a four to six week, right? Yeah, that's because. Bad. Uh, Basically, a high ankle sprain is almost like a fracture. Well, that's what Tannehill had, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and well, yeah. And so four to six weeks—that's that gets you right to March, doesn't it? Just about. Yeah. Yeah, not great. And this has kind of been his problem since he's been at Vanderbilt. Just hasn't been able to stay out on the floor. And that, to Jerry Stackhouse's credit, I think that's why he hasn't pushed him a lot minute-wise because yeah. he knows it's only a matter of time. But played well last night. But uh, Brandon Miller has uh, advertised <laughs> thirty and ten. <laughs> uh, he was just showing off uh, thirty and ten. 
Man, well, and they, what, they so have, efficient. Yeah. yeah, I mean, didn't even really try. He, he's, right. I know what you're saying, but it's not because a lot he, of guys get 30 points smooth. on like 40 shots. You know? Yeah, he he's <laughs> you think he's loafing, but then you or, or but he's not. He's so smooth. Yep. And then you look up and he's got 30. Huh? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and last night, uh, Oscar Sheboy. Whoa. 37 points, 24 rebounds, and hell, three steals, mm-hmm. just to, for just for fun. Uh, but Georgia hung around. Georgia, Mike White done a, is a nice coach. I, I really like him, and uh, uh, I thought he did a nice job at Florida. So that's a good hire for Georgia. You know, uh, he gets Georgia to the bubble. He may be uh, SEC Coach of the Year if he can get if he gets them in. He's SEC Coach of the Year in my mind because Georgia's been awful forever, right? Yeah, Mike White's a good coach. He's mm-hmm. you know he's 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 done a nice job in his career. He's had some you know ups and downs as most coaches have, but man, he yeah he is doing a nice job with the Bulldogs because they did hang tough last night, and Kentucky could not f- afford another loss at home. You know, no, they, Calipari, they would have run him out on a rail. If you're probably yeah, right. They, I mean, he was coaching his butt off last yeah, night. You uh, could tell he there was a sense of urgency to well, win. He that got game. a technical. He was out like he was. He was oh, out. He was, at the, he was standing on the logo. Well, yeah, he was out at the three-point strike yeah. <laughs> and got a technical. Yeah, yeah and uh, uh, all right. Here's what we got going this morning. Uh, coming up at 10:05, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt coming off a big win over UAB. We hadn't talked to Nick this season. Need to get him in. And then coming up, a coach's view presented by Richard Courtney Real Estate, and it will be Coach Watson Brown. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash or a cast-iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, 
consider contacting Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Online at CordellCordell.com, 317-322-0122, 101 West Ohio Street, Suite 1250, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46204. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And now it's time for a coach's view with Watson Brown. Brought to you by Richard Courtney Realty. It is time, as the man said, as Eric said, our production manager extraordinaire, Watson Brown, a coach's view. Big voice guy. Big voice guy. Hello, Watson. How you doing? Coach, good morning. Good morning, guys. I, I fit exactly your promo right there before I came on. It's the show that'll let callers come on that other shows won't. Yeah, we're kind of the that's, land of the misfit toys. You know, we're we're a refugee camp. <laughs> we're kind of like a yeah, refugee that's camp for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, they always say opposites attract. I think that's not true in this case. <laughs> Exactly. We're kind of like uh, that, hey, that that was not anything you would say thank you for. That was a shot, okay? That was a John, shot. That was a shot. That was a good shot. Good shot. Yeah, but when Watson Brown does it, I thank him because he's Watson Brown. Oh. You're merely Greg Paul. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good gracious. It's getting deep in here now. Well, I, I tell you what, my winning record's 500. Well, I'm 0 and 0. <laughs> there you go. I, I am O and never, O. I, that's right. I've never that won a bad. game as a head Stay coach. I've never <laughs> won a game as a head coach, but I've never lost one either. But I've yeah, done plenty of – good thing. Yeah. Keep it that way, guys. <laughs> if I give you any advice, keep it that way. <laughs> I've done plenty of coaching now, you know. Yeah, armchair coaching no, with, no, a, no. with a cold I, one no, in your no, hand. No, no, my approach, seriously, because uh, I, I think it's more because I was a coach's son. Right. Is that when I, all of my writings over the years, I just said, hey – you coach, I write, okay? Mm-hmm. You coach, I write. Don't tell me what to write. I won't tell you what to do. Well, it never worked out that way because no. I always told them what to do. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> hey, Coach, I wanted to start here. Can I start, Greg? You can start, John. Okay. Yes. Thank, thank you, Greg. I thought we'd already started, but uh, go ahead. I, well, my first question for Coach Watson okay. Brown is, you look at the situation in San Francisco, Coach, and, man, you know, I know they got a rookie quarterback, and a rookie quarterback's never led a team to a Super Bowl before, let alone won one. But I'm starting to believe with the 49ers, Shanahan's done an unbelievable job with Brock Purdy. Now they got a great defense. They've got, you know, he's got some weapons, good running game, but Purdy's been outstanding. And I think a lot of that has to do with the coaching he's gotten from Shanahan. What say you? I, John, I agree 100%. And this is, I've said since I got out and started really watching the NFL. When you're a college coach, you don't see the NFL because Sunday's your hardest day. Mm-hmm. That's that's you. You get up early and you're there till late on Sundays. And 
as I've watched the NFL, I think the hardest position to, to judge to, as far as bringing one in uh, when you draft them is quarterback. I mean, I, I, this guy's the last guy picked in the draft. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Tom Brady was, what, sixth-round pick? Yep. Um, and, and it's amazing the correlations. I'm not saying he's going to be Tom Brady by any means, but, I mean, Tom started when a guy got hurt. This guy's starting with a guy getting hurt. And or guys getting hurt. To, yeah, he was two, – two of them got hurt, right? Two of them getting hurt. He was the third teamer. And yet, I, I give a lot of credit to Shanahan because, uh, to me, there are quarterback-friendly offenses, and then there's offenses that put a lot on the quarterback that make it harder on him. And so it doesn't show in the stats. And this is a quarterback-friendly offense. I would bet to say eight out of every ten throws, seven for sure, are quarterback-friendly throws, meaning they're thinking it's run and you throw a pass. Or you run one of those nackets or bootlegs when he's outside and nobody's around him and he hits a little guy in the flat or a little shallow crossing route. Stuff like that, to me, are quarterback-friendly throws, the little bubbles on the outside that they throw to Samuel all the time, and then he takes a ball two yards behind the line and gains 30 with it. I mean, it's a quarterback-friendly offense, and I think that's why the young man's been successful. But he's got that inner intangible, guys, that I think is hard for these scouts to figure out. And, and, and He's got the inner intangibles of mm-hmm. just cool, calm, winner when the heat's on and you watch all the tape you want. You, it, but trying to figure that out is the hardest thing, I think, to do. And, Coach, along those lines, I mean, you know, being a Giants fan, all I've heard for years is Daniel Jones isn't the guy. He he stinks. He's this. He's that. All of a sudden, Brian Dable and Mike Kafka get a hold of him, and, you know, he's having historical playoff games. I mean, that has a lot to, one has a lot to do with the other, I guess. Quarterback-friendly offense, again, much better than what they were doing with him before that. And and good players around him. And he's getting to throw a lot of balls when you don't have to throw it. Look at the Titans, guys. When when they are throwing, when people think it's run, they're, they're pretty good. When it's time to drop back and throw a pass, they're awful. And I think that's part of it. You've got to find ways to get your quarterback some of those, I call them confident throws. You get some confident throws, his confidence grows as the game goes on. I've always said confidence comes before poise. You can't have poise if you're not a confident guy. And so they get him get him confident, and then the poise comes with it, and all of a sudden you've got something. And I, I think he's going to keep playing well. The, the, when, when we'll really see it is if somebody can stop that run. If, if somebody can stop the 49ers from running as well as they do, We'll see at that point. Uh, I don't know that anybody can do that. Tom Brady, you you run you uh, would you put him out on the field again next year if you were uh, a, a team like a Titans? Maybe not the Titans, but you you've seen the three or four teams he's being mentioned to. Uh, or is it time for him to move on and uh, do something else? I, I've got two statements to it, and I think you're on something, Pokey. But what a tough year on him. I mean, good gracious, um, you get in this money scheme and where he's lost millions. He had he talked Giselle into going in with him. They lost millions and millions of dollars. They took a lot of people down with them. 
Um, they're being sued because of it. He gets a divorce. He's not around his kids. I mean, think about all that and trying to play football. So I think that made it really hard. But I saw some things the other night that concerned me. I saw a guy getting rid of the ball too quick when Tom was a guy that's always could hold it to that last second and hit that little square in route. And now he's dumping it off real fast. I saw a guy flinch when there were people in his faces. He'd let balls go. Um, I saw a look in his eyes I hadn't seen in a while. Now, that could come from all the things that have happened to him through the year. But there, I saw a guy that don't move in the pocket like he used to, Pokey. He, he, he's never been a scrambler, but he's always been really good at sliding around quick in the pocket. Eyes still focused downfield, makes throws. I saw his eyes not focused downfield and a slower move in the pocket and somebody gets close to him now, he just goes to the ground. Um, I'm a little concerned that physically it's just about caught up with him. Watson Brown with us. Uh, yeah, Watson, I got an off of, I don't even know where this comes. Is there Was there ever anybody that you would be at a game and you'd look up in the stands and, and, and see how they were reacting to your coaching? Yeah, my wife. Your wife? Yes, I mean... <laughs> She's a very sharp lady. She knows the game. She was an athlete herself. She's been in it with me for 46 years. Uh, she's probably my best critic. She's always there when times were tough, when things were good. She could own me pretty good. She could she could say this about this or this about that. So she's been my confidant, but she'd be the one, she's been the one that I trust the most to ask a question to. Well, I don't even know. You met Houston Nutt, and then Dickie Nutt uh, was the – his brother, basketball coach at Arkansas yes. State and everything. Right. Uh, right. Their father right. uh, is deaf, I believe, or, or whatever. But he said he could, you know, because, you know, people up in the stands hollering things and everything. But he said he could look up in the stands and his dad would be wearing him out through sign language. You know, it mm-hmm. just and everything. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, you know, and, and I said, and I remember him saying to me, uh, yeah, I've never – I'm probably the only coach in America that gets cussed out through sign language. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I can tell a story about dad that my daughter was a good player and she played at Georgia State in college and she was running down the floor and I said something to her running down the floor one, one game. Brenda, my wife, sitting next to me and I, got, I said, pick it up or hustle or something. And Jenny did – my daughter's name Jenny. She did – her head did turn. She – she could. She evidently heard it. Well, I caught the biggest elbow in the side of my rib <laughs> from from my wife, and I think from that point on, I kind of set a few chairs away from her <laughs> during, during games. But I did learn my lesson to leave her alone, let her play. We daddies sometimes are the worst, and, they, and we always said, well, our children listen to us the least. There might be reasons for that yeah. if you really want to know the truth. <laughs> um, your Giants and uh, Daniel Jones, what do you think about him? And, and it just seems like, I think, yeah. I yeah. think I, Pokey, you think he's been the best quarterback in the playoffs so far. Yeah. I think he's played the best ball in the playoffs of all of them. Now, Dak Prescott did have one heck of a game the other night, too. Um, it, 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 he's amazing to me how he can be so good and then so bad. Dak is one of those that seems like there's never an in-between. But Daniel Jones is right now playing, and the Giants are playing. I think the Eagles have got their hands full. Well, I do think the Eagles are better, but I think they got their hands full now. The Giants are not going to go away. You're going to have to beat them. 
what were the Vikings doing? About the second or third time Jones got out in the open and, and made plays with his feet. Don't you put once he gets out of the pocket and starts running the ball, he's a running back. Don't you just knock the crap out of him and say, you know, that ain't happening. The one thing I don't understand is that they don't take more shots at these guys out of the pocket. I think they've got the the, the ruse have got all of the defensive guys so so gun shy guys yeah. that now they're afraid to hit them. And about the time you go to nail one, then they start to slide, and they always go in favor of the QB on that slide. And I think these QBs are getting away with slides, late slides, that, and then they get the penalty. They've got all these defensive guys, the gunshot hitting quarterbacks. I don't know if it will ever change because the quarterback is, is the reason the game is, is so popular, these right. quarterbacks are. This league is driven by quarterbacks, right, Coach? To, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and you, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, John, you wouldn't have seen Tom Brady's plan this long. These rules are letting these quarterbacks play a lot longer than they used to. Oh, Coach, I remember some of the hits that guys like, you know, tough guys like Jim Kelly, Jim McMahon, oh. Phil Sims would take, Terry Bradshaw. Steve remember, McNair, even, Steve even, McNair. even re- more recently. I, I remember when Turkey Jones spiked uh, Terry Bradshaw back in the 70s? Oh. I mean, <laughs> Some of those, some of those shots are unbelievable. They took in those days, guys. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, unbelievable shots. Uh, Joe Namath, Kenny Stabler. I mean, you can just think back. I can still see some of those hits, and I think they are doing the right thing because the game now it's a quarterback game. The NFL game is a total. Well, so is college game. It's become a quarterback game, and they played 64 different. Was it backups or quarterbacks this year in the NFL? 64? Wow. They're still having problem keeping them up. Yeah. Even with these rules, these bodies are so big, strong, and fast. It, it, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we can come up with enough rules to keep people healthy. They're, it, it's violent. They're so big and fast now. When the contact's made, it ain't the same contact it was back in, in the day. Uh, it's just not the same. What's it? Go ahead. I, I got one. I got another. We're just all over the map. Uh, what's the the youngest you ever started recruiting a player for a college roster? Sophomore with me, but I'm 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 the old ache recruiter uh, yeah. now. I, I saw where an eighth grader was just offered. I didn't know you could even do that. So well, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. But you know, like it's. it's Nashville's one, Nashville Christian uh, Jared Curtis. I remember when I came after that Monday after seeing him that Friday. I said he's a freshman. He's the real deal. Okay, it's sort of like George yeah, McIntyre. He is the real deal. Yeah, you, you've he seen. Is. Yeah, he and, and he's been offered by Vanderbilt already, and he's playing over yep. there for Jeff Brothers, of course. And and uh, I just it, it, what moment because the whole thing's you know in the NIL things just. Totally crazy. I guess the quarterback in Florida got promised something that didn't happen. He's trying to get out of his NIL uh, or NLI, the NLI about the NIL. Uh, I was just wondering at what moment would you start recruiting somebody? You have to recruit by the way everybody else does. If 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 somebody goes and the first offer you ever get, I can vividly remember. It. I'm a junior. It's in spring practice, and Alabama was the first one to ever offer me. You never forget that. And we coaches know that. So they run out to try to be the first one in and to have that always implanted in the kid's head. 
and and blah 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 and what happens is you speed up recruiting you make mistakes you make mistakes and then you end up lying to the kids let's say somebody you've offered then all of a sudden you find one better then you take the offer back the whole thing is just getting ugly and uh, now contracts mean nothing scholarships mean nothing a guy can sign an nil the old rule was you got to stay at that school for a year before you could go anywhere else you have to stay one year at that school well that just got thrown out the window Florida released him because they're afraid that uh, they don't want it looked into to what was offered. He leaves because not he don't like the school. You know, I don't even think he ever made it to campus. He left because he wasn't getting the money he was offered. Mm. Isn't that amazing that we've gotten to that <laughs> point now? I I don't know. I've always said, Pokey, John, I've always said, coaches ought to have to, and, and Lord, I left six times, so here's one speaking. <laughs> coaches. Head coaches ought to have to, they sign a contract, they stay through the contract, or they can't go anywhere. Stoy is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think they ought to go back to that rule, NC2A, and I don't know if they legally can do it, but the NFL can legally do it. If you sign a contract, you can't go anywhere to that contract's up unless that school just releases you. I think a player, if he signs a contract, I think he ought to have to stay a year where he, and then and, and, and ride that contract out. So if you sign an NIL, you can't leave for a year. And if we did just just go back and do that, because we're teaching people, you know, your word doesn't matter. And I just don't like that. And I'm I'm the top dog. I, I did. I signed contracts with four years left, five years left, and left to go to another school. But, but watch it. It's the other way I around. I don't think it's right. I know. But, okay, I'll take the devil's advocate approach on this one, though. Uh, that school can sure fire you after three years of a five-year contract. Yeah, but they still got to pay yeah, you. Yeah, but they got to pay you. Yeah, but they're but now they putting they're putting in these. They can. I tell you what, though, they they're looking for many ways where they can't. That's for sure. Well, yeah, they're going to try to. You know, if they're if, if they're going to be devious, they'll they'll try to fire you with cause or something like well, that. Well, you can't. You know? The toothpaste yeah. is out of the, yeah. the the toothpaste is out. You can't but, put it back in. But all of that's what I'm talking about, guys. There's so many under the table, dirty things now, and now we're it's getting down into the kids. And here here's what I think's going down. I can't prove this. I'm not in it anymore. But I think it, all these coaches have got agents. All these kids are now got agents. These agents are the ones talking through each other. And so they're saying, well, we're not talking. We haven't talked to the kid. We haven't, we haven't done that. But the, the agent then says, uh, I think if you left, a few, if you pull out and you went here, I think you got a chance to make this amount of money. Mm. I mean, that's what's going down right now. So it's under the table, calling kids, telling them to leave. I'll give you this if you do. It is really turned into a, an ugly deal, and now we're getting the kids in the ugly deal. Watson, as always, enjoy it, man. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Coach. Glad to do it, guys. Hey, I, I, an I, 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 you know, I, I go to Cookville. What does he do? He leaves. He's the minute he, the minute he found out I was coming to Cook, I asked him. I said, "You want to go have breakfast, lunch? I'm buying nothing." It's crickets. I will admit, Pokey. The next time, give me a little more advance than a day, but. No, heck, I talk, gonna, called you Tuesday. I'm going to have my calendar ready for you when you come back. All right. Because <laughs> I will admit you have, you've called twice and I've been called twice. <laughs>
I know. I, I've been in Cookville twice. I was going to take him out you're, to eat. You're getting both the times. complex on me now. I know. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Watson. But I may, I may be thinking of you like plaster. I know if I'm going, I'm the one by. No, no, so I'm not. No, oh, whoa. <laughs> Burton may be like plaster, not me. Okay. I, I don't. I, my arm is way too long. It reaches to the hip way too many times. All right. See you, Watson. Thanks, Coach. All right, guys. All right. See you. Uh, on with George Plaster every day and with us every Wednesday. Um, and I really enjoy just talking about getting into the weeds with him, you know, yep. and that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, thanks to uh, uh, Richard Courtney, uh, a broker with Frederick uh, and Clark, and also he sold more than 1,900 properties with $638 million in gross sales. How about that? He moves properties. Check him out. Uh, his uh, uh, Twitter is what? Move to Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. How about that? All right, we'll take a break. We're wide open to the top of the hour, 615-844-5600. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and Southeastern Day. Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne City Slickers. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Gonna get into our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play daily Tennessee jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. 
It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell down. him, Clay? He, oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Let's get right to the phones there, Pat. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. And it's time to go around the National Football League. Morning, Eric. John, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I'm going to get to, and you know what I'm going to get to first, is I know you were shocked when I told you about the situation with Jay Briscoe. I'm, you know, it's just I still can't believe that he's, he's gone. Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, Jay Briscoe, um, really popular professional wrestler, was in a great tag team with his brother. Uh, they were champions at Ring of Honor. Uh, they've been uh, champions in, in many different uh, organizations. Uh, passed away in a car crash, uh, tragically yesterday and uh eric broke the news to me last night when he called in on sports line so yeah. good job by you eric wow sad yeah, news yeah wow. yeah 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 it, it certainly was because who knows because i know he had offers to go to wwe because he turned it down because he didn't want to work for vince mcmahon i definitely think he would have probably worked for triple h because you know because i don't know if vince would have properly used him but yeah it's just i i had to hear that vince i didn't wouldn't know what to do with him and his brother at all yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised he'd been in this for 20 years, which means he'd been since 18. He was only 38 years old, so he still had a lot of years to go. So just mm -hmm. hated hearing that. But uh, real quickly, uh, I want to talk about uh, Jim and then Tom Brady. Uh, Jim, I definitely think is a great hire, and I've heard about some of the movies made with 49 Certainly think it certainly would, if he did like what he did with them, it's, it'd be great for us. But the whole thing about Tom Brady coming here, I just don't buy it, guys. I mean, if it was going to happen, it would have had to happen four or five years ago. And I heard the call up before me say he would welcome Tom Brady. You talk about a guy who's a you, He's 46 years old. It, at the most, maybe it's one more year to it stretching it. But we're talking about a 46-year-old guy. The rules certainly have helped him. But, guys, I, I just don't see it. I mean, the perfect situation, maybe it's the 49ers because they have the offensive defense that do it. Everybody's talking about the Rubens and Raiders, Josh McDaniel, but they don't have a defense. But I know, and I'm not saying it's true, guys, because I don't know if it's true, but I've even heard a few whispers that the reason that uh, Tom Brady's been able to play as long as he has and still plays on, there are people throwing it out there that they think he may be taking illegal substances. I don't know if that's well, true. I mean, but, you know. But, but, but who knows about that guy? I had a guy call me on Sportsline last night saying, uh, yeah. hey, we need, uh, we need Tom Brady because of his mobility. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you think Tom – I asked him. I Remember? I, I asked him. I said – yeah. So you're telling me you think that Tom Brady yeah. is more mobile than Ryan Tannehill? And he's like, yes. I go, thanks for the call. I hung up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe four or five years ago you take a check, but I just don't think now. There's no way he's going to come here, especially off offensive line. Well, and we, you don't, we don't have, have an you don't have an offensive stuff. coordinator. Yeah. You don't have an offensive yeah, yeah, line. Right. You don't have a lot of weapons to work with. It just doesn't seem like yeah. a good fit. Yeah, yeah. Never I, say I, never I, on anything. Guys, yeah, yeah. But, just but, but, remember but, but, that. I'm going to say never on this. Okay, okay. I right. will. I will be the. I will be that guy, and All I will right. say never. All right, it's never going I, I, to happen. 
Yeah, I'll be right. This. Don't, the, the only reason he would come here, and whether or not we'd have enough money to pay him, but it would be just to sell tickets. That's the only thing it would generate is just selling tickets. That's about it. But you just, don't, I just don't want to see Tom Brady here at this point of his career. I think he should retire, but we'll see what happens, guys. I'll get off. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again soon. All right, thank you, Eric. Thanks, Eric. You know, by the time that decision comes around, I don't think it's going to happen either. But all of those, a lot of those questions will have been answered, right? Uh, he doesn't have to come right now. Uh, so those answers of the offensive line, they're going to have to, whether it's Brady or Tannehill or whoever. I just think there are better yeah. fits for him if he wants to keep playing, Yeah, i.e. Miami, uh, you know, San Francisco. I don't think Miami's going to give up on two. You're probably yeah. right, I, but I, I'm just I, saying, you know, of the places he's been rumored mm-hmm. slash linked to, I just think there are better fits than Tennessee. Why but, do you hate the Titans? I don't hate the Titans. You're a I'm Titan just hater. no, I'm I'm, 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 I'm a Titans I mean, realist. Okay, no, I don't not either. I mean, we've you hater. We've had to hear it for 18 weeks of the NFL season. Now we get a whole off season. You know what did I say? I'm not a Titans fan. I'm friend to <laughs> Titans fans, and sometimes your friends have to tell it to you straight, like it is. Is that it? Like I said, if Thanks, you want, John. If Thanks you, for setting them straight. You know, you still got about uh, <laughs> 10 minutes to go. If you want fanboy, fangirl radio, you can go down the dial for another 10 minutes. Rah, rah, go Titans, tighten up. Tighten up, though. But All right. Well, there's fanboy over there. Anyway. Um, By the way, the Titans have uh, made it official. They've confirmed the hiring of yeah. Rand Carthy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, press release went out at 941 uh, this morning. Uh, Jimmy Wyatt's right up on it. I, I retweeted it on my timeline at John Burton 32. And a so. press conference for Friday, tentatively scheduled for Friday, no time. So we'll figure yep. that out. And uh, All right, we'll take a break. Take a call if you want to do it. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Belmy, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer from scratch kitchen items made fresh daily. Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Let's get right back to the phones at 615-844-5600. R.D., good morning. Good morning, guys. Just wanted to say how much I enjoy listening to Watson Brown. He, uh, I think he may be, that segment may have become my uh, favorite segment on that great show of yours. And you know what? I met Watson. Way back, he won't remember this, in 1968, we were both high school seniors. And back then in Nashville, they used to have a, an annual event called the Breakfast of Champions. And they would gather all the, uh, after the season, football season was over, they would honor the state champions and all the high school seniors who received some kind of superlative. And I, I can still recall, uh, I think Watson was like the state MVP, and I can still recall listening to him speak and thinking, wow, he don't talk like an 18-year-old teenager like me. He sounds like a football coach up there. So he has a sense written all over him at an early age. And once again, I just really enjoy listening to Watson Brown. Keep up the good work, guys. All right. Hey, thanks, R.D. Yeah, uh, Watson's a, a joy. And you know, he's been there and done that, right? My gosh. Six head coaching jobs. <laughs> So, in uh, an AD and a head coaching well, at UAB, at the, you know, at that he said he'd never do that again, right? Uh, on that, so, yeah, he has yeah. said that because yeah, uh, at some point, I wanted to ask him just about you know now that we have a new general manager coming in and it's going to be contingent upon his ability to collaborate with uh, Mike Vrabel. Well, yeah, do that quote. I, yeah, yeah, well, go ahead. Well. My, my thing was, you know, I wanted to ask him, do you liken that to the relationship between a, a college head coach and an AD, right, in terms of just being on the same page and collaborative? But, yeah, Amy Adams, uh, Strunk, Titans controlling odor, had an interesting quote in the team's official press release uh, uh, welcoming Rand Carthen as new general manager. Patton, what do you got? Yeah, it Went, went to say, I also want someone who's a collaborator, someone who's able to find and build a consensus to get the best answers for the team, end quote. So you combine that with what Monty Ossenfort said yesterday when he was introduced as the Arizona Cardinals' new GM, and you're starting to put two and two together. The pieces are starting to come together as to why J-Rob was fired. He, he went rogue. I mean, that's it. I mean, there's he did not build consensus. That's the direct shot right there at the previous uh, – uh, general managers, no doubt about it. Why would that even say that? Why even say that? That that's, you know, that's of course you want that, right? Well, 
Yes and no, but I think sometimes oh, differing opinions can can yeah. uh, can also be beneficial. Well, though it oh, well is. I'll give you an example. J. Rob wasn't listening to anybody. Right, he I'll give you an example. Doing his own. The Cleveland Browns, right? Jimmy Jimmy Haslam, the owner, wants everybody everything to be collaborative, and they're they're embracing analytics, and you have to embrace analytics. And they had one good season two years ago, but since then, you know, they haven't played very well. So sometimes you need somebody to kind of shake things up. But you're you're right. If if you go rogue. That's different. It's one thing to say, hey, I think we should do this. It's another thing to go rogue. So, in that sense, you're right. I just think they all got tired of him, his act. Sounds there. like it. Yeah. Man, Amy got tired of it and got mad one night and said, "I'm hey, I'm the I'm the owner. Uh, if I'm going to fire him, and I do. I, yeah, after yeah, she watched A.J. Yeah. Brown literally spank their ass in yeah. Philadelphia. There, there's no, uh, there's really no correlation to that at all. I, right? I know, that but ti- I'm... No, I was being facetious. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You don't think the timing <laughs> of that... I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to be on the plane with her back from Philly. So, uh, but. All right, coming up, MTSU uh, men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. ABC News, I'm Tom Rivers. Ukraine's interior minister, his deputy, and another Ukrainian official have all been killed in a helicopter crash near Kyiv. The chopper belonged to the emergency service and crashed near a kindergarten. At least 16 people were killed, including three children. The cause of the crash is unclear for now. New information on when those classified documents were found in President Biden's home, when they told people about it. Here's ABC's Jay O'Brien. President Biden largely staying silent on the latest batch of classified documents found in his private home, including five the White House revealed were discovered last Thursday. The administration now under fire for not disclosing that information until the weekend. I have been forthcoming from this podium. Despite being accused of violating campaign finance laws and falsifying much of his resume, newly elected New York Republican Congressman George Santos and given committee assignments. This is ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with unbelievable extended end-of-year sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 888-74-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 888-74-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 888-74-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building. Act fast because for a limited time only, General Steel is extending its end of year savings. Call 888-74-STEEL. That's 888-747-8335. 888-74-STEEL. 
dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drips of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million. Sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It is hour number two. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're going to be uh, at the uh, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center, Tusculum Lanes. Uh, return uh, visit there, right? Yep. So. Friday's going to be a blast. Hopefully I can be there. There, did, did, there. there may be some mitigating circumstances to where I may not be well, able to attend. Well, in other words, the Titans press conference. We'll see what time that yeah. is. Uh, with uh, the uh, the uh, press conference on tentatively scheduled on Friday with Ron Carthon, the uh, new uh, a uh, new GM. Hey, did we have? Did Nick McDevitt come out and visit us when we were in Murphy? He did. Yeah. He he is such a good looking man. He really he's, he's is. A, he's a handsome he is. man. And I was watching the game the other night on yeah. CBS Sports Network, and I, and before my very eyes, he aged ten years. <laughs> that's what that's, that's what coach will do for you, right, coach? <laughs> hey, Nick, how you doing, Hi, man? Coach. I'm doing great. I think you're right. I, uh, when you get into league play, sometimes uh, you you certainly feel like you aged ten years. Uh, that's for sure. And, and that one, I know I texted yeah. you yesterday about coming on the show. I said, yeah, that one, uh, first off, good win, man. Anytime, obviously, Andy Kennedy does a great job with UAB, but a, a really good win for you. Monday night, it, was, it wasn't easy, and you, uh, you might have helped them a little bit there at the end, but uh, uh, you, you got the W. And let me add to this, Coach, real quick. I know, you know, you spend hours and hours at practice, right, going over plays and getting, you know, setting up half-court plays and, you know, getting good shots, it's got to make you feel good to see a guy hit clutch free throws when you need him the most. Absolutely. It, it really comes down to those little things uh, most of the time when uh, you're playing other good teams. And, and obviously UAB's really talented. Uh, as you mentioned, Greg, uh, Andy's done a great job down there. He's got a lot of transfers on his team. And they're just an older and a, a talented bunch. So you've got to play really well. And, uh, you know, DeAndre Dishman got fouled with uh, just under 10 seconds to go in the game, stepped up there and made two big ones. And uh, uh, to your point, it, it, it's going to come down to those kind of things when, when you're playing uh, good teams, particularly in league play. I, and I've watched almost all the game on, on CBS Sports Network. And, and, and Nick, 
the length, your length right now, is this the, is this is about a, and I'm not saying big, but just your overall athletic length, it's, it's about as good as you've had. It is, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're fairly long and athletic, yeah. uh, you know, uh, at some positions, maybe not a ton of girth, uh, but I, I, we just feel like our length and athleticism can, can be disruptive. Uh, defensively, we were able to force uh, quite a few turnovers, and then the other night we had 12 blocks. Uh, so our, our rim protection when we're really flying around could be uh, something else that really helps our team. So, uh, again, we're a little different than we were last year, um, you know, with the loss of Jefferson and Sims. Uh, but our team link to your uh, to your point is is good. Our depth is good, and and uh, it's it's helped us this year. That game was played above the rim a lot. I, I was it was that wasn't it. <laughs> it? It really was, particularly around the bucket too, yeah. not just above the rim, but uh, there they have uh, kind of what I would say about our sometimes you know some positions. Uh, Dishman and and, and uh, Jerry Coleman Jones are both two bulky physical guys. Uh, but you, you look at UAB's roster, and whether it's Jemison or uh, Trey Jemison, uh, Davion Davis, uh, KJ Buffin, a lot of those guys are just rough, tough, physical guys, and that's really the way they try to beat you is uh, to get shots at the basket and then just go get it off the rim. And you, you really have your work cut out for you at, at getting defensive rebounds and, and keeping them off the glass and, and not giving them a bunch of easies. Coach, uh, you know, you get into a game like you had the other night and you kind of touched on it, just, you know, poise and leadership have to stand out. How proud are you that your team was able to display that the other night as well? Very much so. You know, you have to you have to win your home games in, in order to finish towards the top of your league. And when you've got a good team like that coming into your place, uh, it's really important to hold serve. And our last couple of games with those guys, have been battles, you know, last year in the semifinals. It's a triple overtime game uh, that ends up 102 to 98. Uh, and obviously the other night, another overtime game that ends up 74-73. And so they're going to be hotly contested. There, there's going to be times in the game where they go on a run, then you go on a run. Uh, it's it, it times can, uh, you know, if, you, if it, you allow that to frustrate you. And that's something we talked about with our team, like, you know, they've got good players, too. Uh, they've got talented athletes as well. So there may be some highlight plays for them. You know, obviously we have those guys, too. Uh, but if the, if the alley-oop dunk or the, the hard uh, step-back three uh, bothers you enough to where you try to go get it back, so to say, on the other end on the next possession, that's when things can snowball for you or against you over a two- or three-minute stretch. And that may be the difference in the game what uh, should have been a, a 5-0 run and you respond with a, a play at the basket to kind of kill it, uh, inadvertent shots or chancy passes turn that into an 8-0 run or a 9-0 run uh, for the other team. And, and that's kind of uh, the, the, the moments in the game that you have to have that veteran leadership and guys that have been in those kind of games. Coach McDa uh, Nick McDevitt, MTSU basketball coach, at MT Coach Nick on Twitter if you want to follow him as well. I was reading the uh, the game story on the website for Monday night, and I saw something that was highlighted: specialty stats. 
bench points, points off turnovers, points in the paints, second uh, points in the paint, second chance points, fast break points, bench points. It's sort of that, like you hear in football, that hidden yardage, uh, you know, on, on certain plays. Talk about those five for you. Well, I think for one, points off turnovers is something that that we try to. Um, you know, really be good at throughout the course of the year. That was something that the other night uh, UAB actually beat us in that category, uh, almost two to one. Uh, but I think one area that really helped us in that game was although we did get beat on second chance points, uh, we we weren't um, just watching them. And what I mean by that is uh, they got a lot of offensive rebounds, 27 if I remember correctly. Uh, but they had 21 points, uh, 21 second chance points, so less than a, a point per uh, offensive rebound. So usually, you know, teams get offensive rebounds and they stick it right back in the bucket. You know, they're right there at the basket and they tip it in, particularly when you're a team that's built like UAB. And a lot of those offensive rebounds aren't happening from long three point shots, they're happening uh, from close misses. Uh, guys that are missing uh, within five, seven, eight feet uh, and in on the bucket. A lot of times those offensive rebounds lead to, to stick backs. Uh, the other night I thought we were able to uh, kind of contest some of those stick backs and get some blocked shots and kind of not give up on the play. Uh, again, usually when you see that many offensive rebounds, uh, the second chance points are going to be sky high. And I thought that was uh, an area that uh, we, we continued to battle throughout the course of the game and, uh, you know, got some big blocks down the stretch. One, one real big one from Eli Lawrence on Trey Jimison where he had a chance to give them a three-point lead late in the game on a dunk, and Eli came and was able to block the, uh, the shot and uh, keep us in it. Yeah, he flew out of nowhere, really. Uh, but, but there's going to be more offensive rebounds when you hold them to 31% shooting, though, right? That's right. You know, low percentage uh, shooting by the other team, there's going to be a high number of uh, rebound opportunities, yep. both uh, for you and for them. And, uh, you know, we just – Again, uh, we have we we've got good team length. They've got team uh, girth and size, if you will. And so it was kind of a, a battle throughout the course of the game to see which one of those two came out on top. Coach, uh, you talk about winning at home. You 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 get that one, and now you got Charlotte coming in. What can you what do you, what can you say about that team? Uh, they're really good. Uh, you know, from a, an offensive standpoint of of really testing you. Uh, they don't shoot early in the shot clock. And so they've got a ton of off-ball movement. It's a, a really a different game, a very different game than when you play somebody like UAB. Uh, you've got a guy like Eric Gaines from UAB that when the ball is in his hands, he can really get downhill, coming off ball screens, uh, really iso you. Know, they've got a lot of good athletes that are able to do that. When you play Charlotte, uh, they run, you know, kind of the, the Princeton offense where uh, you're getting a lot of backdoor cuts and a lot of off-ball action a lot of off-ball movement as opposed to uh, the guy with the ball in his hands predominantly try to beat you. And so uh, schematically for us and for anybody uh, for that matter, uh, you know, you go with that two-game stretch and it's two very different ways of having to try to defend your opponent. Um, and, and also they play pack line defense. They're not going to play any zone. They don't press. And so they're really good in half-court defense with their principles. And so you, you've really got to work on that side of the ball uh, to get them out of position, out of shape. Uh, if you run slow offense versus a pack line team, uh, you're going to have a hard time scoring or, or getting any chances at the bucket. 
Nick, uh, I guess where you are right now, a couple wins in a row. You got Charlotte coming in, uh, uh, and I know they got you in Charlotte. Just stacking some wins, uh, that they, they, it sort of gets contagious, doesn't it? It sure does. You know, uh, you know there, there are times where you've got momentum in a game, uh, but there's also times throughout the course of a year that uh, you've got a little momentum as well. And, uh, you know, I, I think our guys are starting to get into a, a pretty good routine and rhythm. Uh, we're we're uh, able to stack together practices with the same guys being healthy. You know, just getting in that uh, constant routine where guys aren't uh, missing a, a day or two here with an ankle and a, a, a three or four days here with a knee injury, uh, those kind of things. Hopefully we've got the majority of that uh, for this year, and, and uh, we are in a pretty decent rhythm right now, and we need to be. You know, if we if you look at uh, the league standings, uh, there's one game uh, that separates the third-place team from the ninth-place team. <laughs> oh, wow. And so with that many teams that are that stacked and that close together, uh, every game has a lot riding on it. Coach, how much fun are you having watching what uh, Coach Ensel's uh, done with the women's team this year? <laughs> Man, they, they are good. <laughs> They are good. Uh, you know, they, 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 they work hard. They've got a lot of talent on their team. They really shoot the ball. Their guard play is terrific. They have size. Uh, they got veteran leaders. You just, when you watch them play, watch them practice, watch them compete, they're just, there aren't visible holes. I'm sure Coach Ensel, uh, knowing him as a coach, he probably finds something that they need to get better at. Uh, but when you watch them uh, compete in games and watch them practice, uh, I don't see it because. You know, they've got, again, Anastasia uh, Boldreva is a, a big post player at 6'6". Courtney Whiston can really shoot it at the four spot. And their, their guards from uh, Blakely and Jalen Gregory and, and Savannah Wheeler are as good as they get. And, and you have Whittington, who's played now the most games in the history of their program, still out there and most often guards the other team's best offensive player. Uh, man, it doesn't get much better than that. And and but they're they're doing it. You know, I think they've won eleven or twelve in a row now, and uh, getting top twenty five votes as they should. Uh, they are really really good. Well, the NCAA net this morning. I'm looking at it. Um, uh, don't count UConn. Okay, don't count UConn. Uh, they're the highest ranked non power five in the country. They're at eighteenth in the country right now in the net. I believe it. You know, I and and. Uh, I'm sure the voters out there, the more they see this team play, it won't just be a, an analytical thing that has them in the top 25. Uh, the eye test will have them in the top 25 as well. And, you know, that that is such as uh, life in this league. You know, Conference USA is a good league. We've got a, you know, FAU on the men's side has cracked the top 25, most recently at 24. Our women's program, uh, I, I would suggest, won't be far behind in the coming weeks. Um, and so you've got you, you you better be ready to play every night on both sides uh, of this league in order to get wins. And our women's team and Coach Enzo and his staff have uh, got their team rolling. You know, Nick, this can be a two bid league or three, you know, or whatever. Uh, now back to the men's side, but with you. But how do, through this journey of conference play, knowing that the most important time to be playing your best is March. How do you navigate that and not maybe push too hard? Or you, you sort of got to know how to loosen the reins and tighten the reins at the right spots. Well, 100%. You know, I, I think uh, it's a long season. My, my college coach, Eddie Biedenbach, used to always say it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, you know, it's important to come out the gates ready to play. 
but at the same time, uh, you've got to make sure that, that uh, you're ready and, and playing at your best in March. And this is the kind of the moment of the college basketball season um, where, where uh, some teams can kind of get um, bored, you know, the, the monotony of the season. Uh, but right now, um, you know, I think our team is, is kind of going the other direction. It's easy to be excited for the first 10, 12 games of the season uh, because the season just started. And I think it's easier to be excited in the last five, six, seven games in the season because uh, March Madness is quickly approaching. Uh, it's, it's this middle kind of 10, 12-game stretch of, of your college basketball season where it's important to kind of hit another stride, stay excited about what you're doing and, and continue to improve uh, so that you're you're playing your best down the stretch. Coach, is it harder to keep the kids' attention these days? i got a lot of distractions, you know, social media, TikTok, and all these things. <laughs> I, uh, girls. Well, yeah, girls. you know, there's, there's that. <laughs> you know, I, I think you, might, you bring up a good point. Like, you, you just have to, to know or, or at least – uh, put yourself as much as you can in their shoes and, and what they're going through day to day. Obviously, we started school uh, back for the spring semester yesterday. Mm. And so uh, when you start uh, putting academic responsibilities uh, back on yourself um, and, and, and all the other things that come along with that, and at the, and at the same time getting ready to go to La Tech uh, Friday and Saturday of this week, we'll go to SAU and be gone uh, Wednesday through Saturday of next week. And so there's there's just a lot that goes on for student athletes at this level. And, you know, there's a lot riding on every game. There's a lot of, you know, pressure that you can put on yourself, but also pressure that outside forces can put on you uh, too. So it's important uh, that, again, this time of year, you try to stay as mentally and physically fresh as you can, uh, staying motivated during kind of this uh, tail end of the grind of the, the year before tournament play starts. You know, I had one coach tell me that he likes it when they're in class. Now, you can, out of, when they're not in class, you can, there's unlimited time you can spend with them, but there's that, what, the 20 hour rule, right? When classes That's start. Correct. Uh, That's and correct. The, the coach told me, he said, look, when I don't have them, I know a lot of time they're in class or they're studying and they don't have idle time. And, and so yeah, a coach, you know, uh, you know that yeah. one, I think a lot of coaches just, but I think also athletes just like structure, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, you, that you, you like your routine, you get up to the free throw line and uh, you need a, a free throw routine uh, just to put yourself at ease. And, and uh, when, when big moments arrive, uh, you've kind of been there and done that thousands of times. Uh, and I think the same thing is the case throughout the course of the day that, uh, you get into a routine of waking up at a certain time and you know when your classes are, you know where they are and when they are and uh, when practice is going to be, when you're going to lift weights. And I think that routine uh, really helps a lot of uh, students, but also student athletes uh, particularly. Well, Nick, I enjoyed watching the game Monday night. Good win. Uh, stack a few on top, okay? We're going to try to. I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks All for right. joining us, Coach. See you, Nick. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach. Um, uh, he's done a nice job, man. He was, you remember a couple of years yep. ago, that seat was. Didn't start off yeah, well, but yeah. I, I give credit yeah. to Chris Massaro and Dr. Mm -hmm. McPhee for sticking with him, understanding what he was up, up against, you know, IE COVID and certain things. And it's, it's hard to be the guy that follows the guy, but they, yeah. they, they stayed patient with him and it's paying dividends right now. Well, and, and Kermit, you know, he left it in good, but then again, a lot of the, that roster, sure. uh, 
the churn, really the natural churn when you have a coaching change as well. Right. Um, yeah, he um, in that, but that breakout season was like two years ago, right? When they yep. won 27 games, I think. Uh, so, um, anyway, all of our MTSU visitors are presented by Budmore State Farm Insurance, located at 3245 Franklin Road in the borough, taking care of all your insurance needs. State Farm, it's auto, home, property, life, health, rental, bundling, any or all those into one plan, banking products, annuities, all kinds of stuff. You can just pick up the phone and call them. I've had an issue come up uh, with my uh, my billing because uh, my credit card was changing over to a new time, and it's, it comes off my card. Just picked up the phone and called them, got a deal. It was easy, just great to deal with. Tina, the manager, the office manager, just wonderful people. I've been dealing with them uh, for a long time, and I recommend them to everybody. Bud Moore, State Farm Insurance, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Bud and that staff, 615-893-1417. The website, budmorris.com. Biz. We will take a break and then we're wide open to the rest of the show. If you want to call us, do 615-844-5600. Hey, Nashville. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe. Located in the lobby of the Omni National Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. 
Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Pat and Cook, we're in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We will be at the Tusculum Lanes Strike and Spare on Friday. Our show from 9 to 11. And then the McFarlands with uh, Justin and Darren will be out there from 2 to 4. Uh, there are discounts on food and bowling for all WNSR listeners. Just come and do your own thing, man. And we're going to have a visitor. I don't want this to get out much on, on the, the big, big social media thing. Uh, but Jeff Coffin of the Dave Matthews Band is going to come hang out with wow. us for, for a while. In worst case, we just have the Titans do the uh, GM Press conference out at Strike and Spare in Tusculum. There you go. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. And Rand Carthen, if you're listening, you're invited to come out and bowl with us. Welcome to Nashville. We're excited to have you. I bet Amy can bowl. We're right? with you winter tie. Yeah, I bet you Amy can bowl. I bet she, she grew up bowling. But Vrabel, he'll just pick it up and throw the ball down yeah. there. Well, he'll just curse at the ball like all the way yeah, down the lane. He'll just scare it into submission until yeah, they exactly. all fall down. Yeah. Rand, my only advice, just sign Jeffrey Simmons, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trade them away. Don't give up when the going gets tough. Anyway. They got a lot of stuff to get done, don't they? They uh-huh. got the, those mm-hmm. decisions to make. Yes, they do. All right. 615-844-5600. Just let me talk, Greg. Clay, talk. Hang it down, boys. How you doing? Hi, Clay. Hey, I thought that I thought your Commodores gave a valiant effort against a legitimate national championship uh, caliber team without Liam Robbins. I hate that he's out. What four I to know, six that weeks? Sucks. I hate that because they were they were starting to get a little mojo going. They were correct. Let me give you some stats from the game. So, starting at about the three minute mark, well, maybe four minute mark of the first half. Vanderbilt takes the lead 22-21. And Alabama goes on a 22-6 run to make it 43-28. So if you take that away, the score is 60-56 Vanderbilt. There were a couple of TV timeouts in there. I heard that Stack's left hand was itching a little bit. He'd just take that right hand and, you know, scratch it. That's the timeout signal. Mm-hmm. This this man will not timeout. I'm wondering, did D, was Dean Smith a big timeout guy? He obviously played for Dean Smith in North Carolina. I, I, no, I, no, I, yeah. Go ahead, John. No, no, he wasn't. Okay, 
I have followed North Carolina, too, since before Michael Jordan. Yeah. This is the Carolina way. Okay. Hold them till the end. But Vanderbilt does not have a Carolina pedigree. Yeah, they're, they got on that uh, run. You got to do something. I've noticed that, too, that run. Because, you know, when Alabama got on that run, man, it was got up to 15. I'm texting Pat, and I said, see there, told you you should have taken them. <laughs> That's what, didn't, didn't I say that you yesterday? Did. I you said, did. I had them at plus nine. It got interesting there at the end with the free throws back and forth. It's funny, but then I then I took Georgia plus 11 and gave it back. The uh, Lim Robbins thing, I, I want to say something about that, too. Since 2017, this is seven years in a row now, that Vanderbilt has lost a, you know, whether one of the best players, key player, whatever, for more than a month of the basketball. Well, Garland, what, Neesmith? Matthew Fisher Davis, uh-huh. Lim Robbins. I mean, I can go right yeah. down the list. Are they using the same trainers as the, uh, the Titans? Maybe. But, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's very frustrating. Um, but you guys know, you know, if we don't win another game this year, boys, and I don't think that's going to be the case. Neither do I. But if we don't win another game this year, all three of you guys, I'm including Patton, know I'm going to be anchored down, bleeding black and gold from the outside. Should be interesting. They're at Georgia uh, Saturday uh, noon on the SEC Network. Tennessee is at LSU at three o'clock on ESPN. So, yeah, I'll tell you the deal. I mentioned Trey Thomas. You know, uh, when I talked to him and Miles after the game, and it, it proves to be true every time. Trey Thomas is a kid that is the littlest guy on the court every night, and I, I always see this play out when he makes his first three. That's when he scores points. When he doesn't, he's just not, you know, a factor offensively. He was a two-star recruit from Canada, not a great ball handler, not big enough to create his own shot. But those nights when he's knocking down shots and he can be a catch-and-shoot guy, he's a pretty good basket, pretty good shooter, and a pretty effective player for this team. And I love that dude. Hey, huge heart. Yeah, Clay. Let me ask you this: How do you talk to these players? Where do you see them? Because you're not allowed in over there. Where do you run into them? I talk to them right there by the gym. Oh, you can you you can stay you can go on campus, but you can't go in the buildings. In Fred, the facility. how can they keep me off campus? It's a private institution. They can. Well, they they make their own rules. It's they're a private school. Okay, so that you're going to tell me that as a driver for a living, you're going to tell me that Vanderbilt's going to keep me off campus, people picking up? Well, you I didn't, pick up that, people yeah. on that campus Well, all the that, time. that's a different animal. Okay. Well, anyway, I've said enough. See you later, boys. All right, all right bye. And bye. it's unfortunate their non-conference kind of start to the season because, I mean, if they break even in the SEC – uh, regular season, they got a great shot to make the tournament. But some of those losses early on, I mean, they, they've got to overachieve here. They down lost the to Alabama A&M. In Grambling. In Grambling. Alabama, nope. they didn't lose to Alabama A&M, did they? Yeah, they they, they lost, uh, I'm pretty sure, Alabama A&M and in Grambling. <sighs> so those two losses, I mean, you really almost have to win out at this point to have any real shot, and you got to make a serious SEC tournament run. 
just to get what? NIT, NIT is a little more attainable, but NCAA, I mean, it's almost impossible at this point. No, they beat Alabama and him. There was another yeah. uh, non-Power 5 loss. Well, uh, they lost – well, they started out, you know, with Memphis. That yep. loss. Then they lost uh, at home to Southern Miss That's it. Uh, by 12. So – and then they lost to St. Mary's. That's out in California. That's not a bad loss. At VCU, eh. Grambling's a bad loss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that was a bad one. But, you know, they, they, you look at the games so far, the conference play. All right, woulda, shoulda, coulda at Missouri. Uh, at Tennessee, played solidly. Uh, Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas is going to do what Arkansas does. Alabama's going to do what Alabama does. Now, where are you? Georgia is obviously better. Okay, where I'm, not having Robbins is going to hurt him. That, that that just really I hate that because he had, he would really start to assert himself too. Yeah, now it's kind of on the freshmen. Uh, they've got Lee Dort in there and also Malik Dia, the Insworth uh, graduate, who were getting ten to twelve minutes a game. Now they're twenty twenty five apiece now. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, see. Uh, who's the kid from Good Pasture that's committed? I wish um, I, 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 Isaac. I, yeah, he's he's supposed to be pretty dang good. Isaiah, yeah, something. Yeah, I, I've seen him a, a few times. That actually, they just played DCA last night. Um, really good player. Did you go? I, I, I did go. Isaiah West. Yeah, okay, is good. I'm, I, you, you, the more you said, the more I'm thinking you need yeah. to know his name. Well, <laughs> I d- d- didn't call the game last night. Just kind of went as a as a neutral. But how'd, how'd he look? Really good. Really good ball handler. Really good defensively. I offensively. I mean, it's kind of hard because. You got to see Darius Garland here kind of close, and I'm not sure there's ever going to be a player uh, like that go to Vanderbilt ever again, but we'll see. Top 25 recruiting class coming in next season. Uh, yeah, Isaiah West. Yeah, He uh, picked Vandy over Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So Kermit was in on that one. Yeah. Oh, man, Brandon Miller last night, though. I I remember seeing it last year talking to Tom Hodges last year Jeff him and, and Tom Hodges did the TV is my channel is my TV thirty not doing games anymore I don't know I know because not they, right now I don't uh, I know but they last year because it's a, they would do some Tuesday and Friday I don't know if they're doing high school basketball this year he's probably I'm gonna see Jeff him player gonna, of the year right yeah. now in college basketball yeah. Deshebway is probably up there as yeah, well. But, it's, but, I mean, if Alabama continues what they're doing regular season, it's going to be hard not to pick the best player on that team. Yeah. Deshebway last night, 37 mm. and 24. That guy's a machine, man. Doesn't look like he's got a whole lot around him, at least not producing at the right. moment. But, man, you get a performance like that or what he gives you on a nightly basis, you're going to be in a lot of games. So. I think he was smart to come back, too. Cause I agree. He's, he's – um, Broaden his game. He's shooting free throws. He's got to. He's he needs to be able to face the basket in that league. And you need to be. I mean, you know, he's going to be able to defend. Yeah. Okay, with his length, he can defend. What is he? Six nine, right around six eight, yeah. six nine. Yeah, but and he's getting paid like an NBA player. Right? And oh, yeah. he's got an NBA body for sure. He's got an NBA paycheck. Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> uh, well, probably not that much, but uh, um, anyway, yeah, the flop. What the the Florida quarterback situation? We're talking about money. Jaden Rashada, uh, apparently five star, got down there mm. and didn't get what the, he was told yeah. he was going to get. Now you're not supposed to be told anything, right? Before right. you sign, check oh, bounce. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> he's uh, wanting out of his direct national, deposit didn't come through. National letter of intent. 
uh, because of the NIL money. Yeah, thirteen million is the number thrown That's, around. I don't believe. And that. Uh, there's kind of there's a guy that goes on uh, Bill's show, Gator Dave, who he believes the number. A lot of really? people wow. don't. So wow. I mean, there's. Um, I don't have any. Gator reason Dave's to one pretty it. plugged in, isn't yeah. he? Yes, he has a reputation for being eh, pr- pretty thir- plugged in with what's going million. on in Florida. Yeah, effectively, got Dan Mullen canned. Asked him a question about in-season recruiting, and Dan Mullen said, "We don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. They quickly had to retract that uh, comment. Uh, see what happened was, yeah, and this the Michigan co-offensive coordinator situation, Matt Weiss. Uh, played at Vanderbilt, started his high school, started his coaching career at Smyrna. Uh, computer crimes. Uh, from December 21st to the 23rd, he was in Shim Beckler Hall on campus, and apparently there's some really bad stuff or that has not been reported, right, or on the dark. Or computer crimes is all you need. You, you can, computer crime, yeah. but he was breaking into other people's emails. Right. Oh, jeez. You know, uh, other in, – in, but other th- – I don't know. What was he doing? It'll come out, right? But he's he's out. He's Michigan's, Michigan's a funny place right now. I, I love Harbaugh. Every time he gets beat, he, he – the NFL – if the NFL wanted him, he would have been gone. The NFL yeah, – exactly. The NFL doesn't want him. That's why he's, quote, unquote, returning to Michigan. Yes. Where I always wanted to be all along. <laughs> Yeah, I think the NFL has passed him by, unfortunately. I mean, he's getting aged out, unfortunately. You know, uh, teams are going with younger yeah. coaches, late 30s, early 40s. He's, what, approaching 60 years yep. old. And, you know, and I think – And a curmudgeon. And I think his reputation, right, precedes mm-hmm. him. Just the mm-hmm. fact that, yeah, he's good for a couple – he's kind of like Peter Laviolette in the NHL. He's good for a couple years, and then after a while he just grates on you. You have success, but you're like, you know what, we got to move on. And his brother's not in <laughs> – Cold water necessarily either. That's in, true. In Baltimore. No, I mean they make the nice playoff. They make the playoffs every year, but this whole Lamar situation yeah. is, uh, you know, that's I not mean, on. That's not on Harbaugh though. No, I you're right. But he's one of the long. But you know how it is after a while, where the coach has been there yeah. for a while. Even if you have success, it's like, okay, when are we gonna get over? He, he's won a Super Bowl, and like I said, the the Ravens are a solid franchise. They pretty much make the playoffs every year, but when they get there, you don't really expect them to do a whole lot. And you know, with with you know, with Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown, yeah. without Lamar, there was no way they were going to make a run in this year's playoffs. And that's getting contentious, right, uh, with Lamar? It certainly feels that way. I know the New York Jets are monitoring that situation and some other teams as well to see if Lamar, you know, moves on from Baltimore or vice versa. Yeah, and uh, back to the Florida thing, Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz, who's pretty decent, really, uh, is transferring uh, to, to Florida. Uh, he, he got a – a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. What the Florida things? Got a free Uber ride. Yeah, Florida things from Clay. A, Starb- a coffee at Starbucks. Clay, Clay picked him up uh, on campus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. You want to call us 615? Weird guy picked me up, but he kept talking about Vanderbilt. Call the number. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Let's go! You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. 
today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. I just, I, if Nick coached another seven, eight years, I would not be shocked at all. I wouldn't be. Now, I'm not predicting it because I don't think you can predict that kind of thing. We don't know that. If he coached to 80, I would not be flabbergasted. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Let me read you uh, this uh, first paragraph of the story uh, on CBSSports.com. The Titans found their new general manager this week, hiring 49ers executive Ron Carthon as the successor to John Robinson. Is it possible? It's Ran. Ran, Ran, sure. R-A-N, he ran. It's a running back son named Ran. That's right. I get it. Ran, yes. Uh, anyway, moments after uh, Carthon's, uh, Carthon's hiring was first reported, Trey Lance posted a cryptic message to his Instagram story attaching three fingers crossed emojis uh, to a picture of Carthon. Uh, the 49ers signal caller has been sidelined since week two, and his future in San Francisco is increasingly unclear thanks to rookie Brock Purdy's emergence as the team's late-season starter. And the question is, have they uh, found their new the quarterback of the future in Trey Lance by the hiring of this GM? Well, I guess time will tell. I mm-hmm. thought that's an inter- interesting, Very interesting supposition, right? Because uh, you know, Lance obviously got hurt early this year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, it's and tough. It look, I mean, you know, I – 
kind of feels like Brock Purdy's already done enough to be the starter next year. You yeah. know, and then you're going to have to make a move on Trey Lance, right? You can't just keep him on the roster. you got to move him. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, we know, will not be back. Uh, at least I don't think he will. Or have him back to be the backup to Brock Purdy. Who, Garoppolo? Mm-hmm. Well, Garoppolo, I think, wants to be a starter. And yeah, I think there's is he a lot under of, contract, though? I think I, he just signed a one-year. Yeah, he signed like a one-off right, contract right. just to come back and for this year. So, yeah, as far as I know, he's going to be a free agent next year. And there are a lot of quarterback-needy teams out mm-hmm. there, the Jets, some other teams that are definitely going, probably going to make a run at him. So, yeah, maybe, maybe they make and a move party. and they bring Trey Lance here. And mm-hmm. what do you do with uh, Malik Willis then? Do you move him? No, you just keep three. You keep three. And his stock, Trey Lance, it isn't because he underperformed out of all three of them. Because uh, Jimmy G came in and there was an immediate <laughs> effect and a rise. So what in that would offense. you take to get him? Now he no, not he, much. He, I, well, second I, rounder. No, don't think so. If they're going with Purdy, they got to you know. How about that? I, you know, I, but anyway, I, I thought it was uh, interesting. It was written by Cody Benjamin with CBS Sports and posted about an hour ago. And the headline is it would make it would yeah. make sense, you know, because uh, yeah. listen, you know, Rand Carthen doesn't have anything to do with Malik Willis. He didn't draft him. No. I'm sure he scouted him, but you know, he's got a guy he knows. It's always the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. And Trey Lance it seems to have some abilities. He, you know, mobile quarterback with a strong arm. Um, haven't seen enough of him to really evaluate what he can do, yeah. but. Well, you, know, you bring this might be a good yeah, opportunity for. Well, him. you bring Tannehill back. You bring him in as the as the future. Sure. Or, uh, yeah. Right. And and then you keep Willis. Yeah, I I think they probably would keep Willis. I think if you ran, if you, you know, I think they would. I think they'd keep three. You know, you got a ten man practice squad, but to do to put him to the practice squad, you've got to expose him. Yeah, you're. You know. Right. Yeah, and, and he may not clear waivers. Yeah. So somebody would probably take a shot at him as a backup. Uh, well, and then we haven't even talked about Josh Dobbs either, right? Yeah. I think pe- a lot of people, you know, recency bias, a lot of people were saying, well, he should be the starter. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't think Josh Dobbs is a starter in this league. Oh. I think he's a solid, solid spot backup. Starter. Spot yep. starter. Yep. Yep. Number two mm-hmm. guy that could come in and start a couple games for you while your starter's out yep. and keep you, in, keep you in the ball game. But I don't think he's a – 17 game start. All right. How about, you? how about Trey Lance and no, no. How about Trey Lance and Joshua Dobbs with no Tannehill? No. Nah. I, I think Tannehill's your best. I think. I agree. I, th- I think you, you run it back with Tannehill at least one more year. If, if to nothing else, ease the transition to whoever your next quarterback is going to be. But it was really interesting because of what the, what the fingers crossed. I mean, that could be anything, but isn't that wishing? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. It, yeah. Uh, you know, wishing. It's basically saying, take me with you. <laughs> Either wishing the best to ran or. But, the, but you don't do it with fingers crossed, right? Hoping, I mean. Yeah. Probably not. You do it with thumbs. He, he knew yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Guys. Yeah, it's a calculated deal. Yeah. Well, he's seeing Brock Purdy go 6-0, and oh, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I just thought that was – but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you this headline. I just looked at CBS Sports during the break, and I saw that popped up. It was about an hour ago on CBS Sports. Uh, that's my favorite website, by the way. I, I like it more than ESPN. I just – I think the information's all about the same, but it's just yeah. more navigable. Easy you to say. Navigable. Listen to this headline. This is on the splash page, the front page. It's about Lamar Jackson. The headline. 15 possible Jackson landing spots. 
<laughs> so the guy who wrote it, or girl who wrote it, just took half the teams in the league. <laughs> How hard is that? Half the teams in the league are a possible landing spot. Well, those are boy, the same you really, people. You really dug in that one. Those are the same people that in training camp they yeah. get on their shows and they say, "Well, Team X could go eight and nine. They could go nine and eight. They could go ten and seven. You know, <laughs> is that the same thing? Well, That's the equivalent. Of it, it. And it says assessing logical suitors. Uh, Fifteen potential destinations for Lamar Jackson. Uh that just. Just the way you read Are that. the Titans on that list? Uh, okay, potential suitors. And it's right away, right here, number 10, Giants. What? Huh? No. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of talk that, oh, you know, Jones could, you know, walk away as a free agent. Giants are going to let him walk. So I that's, th- that's I out. You think so? Daniel Jones is, is, is going to be re-signed. He will be the starting okay. quarterback right. for the New York Giants. All right. All right. Uh, Saints. Absolutely. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bucks. They're going to need sure. a quarterback. Yeah. A lot of uncertainty there. Well, the Raiders. Sure. Uh, Car's gone. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking maybe Brady or Garoppolo there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Commanders. Sure. I mean, Carson Wentz didn't pan out. And uh, Ty- Sam Taylor, Howell. Taylor Heineke yeah. got benched. Uh, the Patriots. Are they about ready to give up on uh, Mac Jones? I don't Jones? think so. I think they'll give Mac Jones one more year. The Panthers. Sure. Understand that. The Dolphins. Um, the the Dolphins GM came out the other day, and he goes, I don't know how to put it any more clearly. Two is our quarterback. Yeah. I, yeah. I, don't, I, yeah. I think, if, you know, the concussion thing's a concern, yeah, right? That's, yeah. You know. Assuming he's healthy, yeah. two yeah. is the guy yeah. in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he played well until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the Falcons. Desmond Ritter. What is he? Right. Uh, you he know, did they, okay down the stretch. Yeah. yeah. I thought he played okay. And, and the Jets. Sure. Jets are a strong possibility. Yeah, and Zach Wilson. Very strong. Zach Wilson's done. He's out of there. Uh, Mike White is not the guy. Wild cards. Colts, Lions, Seahawks, Titans, Vikings. So this guy just took half the teams (laughs) and and, and talked about every quarterback situation at 15 different teams. Chiefs could use them at running back if they wanted, I guess. (laughs) But why why the Lions? Goff almost got him to the playoffs. He played extremely well this year. You know, I think they got something going there. Yeah. I, think, I think this allows an ascending team to not have to worry about drafting a quarterback. Well, so and Goff is. I look for the Lions to win their division next year. Goff has proven it at two different places now. Yeah, too, he started right? the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got, got, those, he's got those tiny hands. He does. St. Brown's a beast. Holy it's moly. a wonder he can even hold a football. Really, yeah, him and Pickett. <laughs> the, 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 the tiny hand thing. Baby hands. Is that a real Baby thing? Hands. Is that a real thing for? Depends on who you talk to, yeah. I guess. You know, uh, well, the football's too. Who was who was that? Who was that quarterback for the Seahawks that had tiny hands? Dave Craig. I think I think he, he had re- a hell of a career. But I think he retired as the all-time leader in fumbles. So I or, swear to God, or the all-time leader in small hands. <laughs> he, he fumbled the ball a lot because he had those tiny was, hands. He but he ba- was good, man. He Made was a, a back. Promos. He was a backup here. Didn't uh, you remember that? Dave Craig was. Dave Craig I was do not remember was that. a backup. People had problem with uh, Joe Burrow's hands coming out. That's right. I forgot about that. They're not talking about that. that. That didn't even come up anymore, you know? He had a pretty funny quote after. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> the combine, he's like, I think I'm, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> he was his, I got the, these tiny hands. his last two years in the league, he was the backup quarterback for the Tennessee Oilers, oh. uh, 97 and 98. I know he played a long Real time. Real good guy, too. Real yeah. good guy. All right, we'll take a break. Be back and wrap it up in a few. 
When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's a Bill King show. Smoked a turkey. Smoked it about nine hours. You know the little red button? I've never liked that, first of all, and I don't trust it. The internal temperature is what you should trust, not the stupid red button. That red button never popped out either, and I was, I was starting to get worried because my wife likes the red button. I don't. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 out of the gate. Adios, Gazoos. Your Grizzlies, our Grizzlies, our Grizzlies. your Cavaliers. Cavaliers? Uh-huh. What about our Knicks? My Knicks? 
Well, they're not playing the Grizzlies tonight. Okay. So the Cavs tonight, you're going to be watching that, I guess. So, Absolutely. Uh, uh, your boy out. Yeah, Donovan no. Uh, looks to be no Spider. Donovan Mitchell uh, tonight, which is unfortunate. But uh, we've got one of the best young guards in the NBA, Darius Garland, ready to go tonight. Well, now there's speculation that if the Cavaliers play well, particularly Garland plays well while Spida is out, there's that narrative that oh they can't play together, they can't coincide. You buying into that? Not at all. I, you've seen it too many times. Cavs are two and zero against the Celtics this year. Yeah, both they, with yeah, the, they match up well against yeah, them. What both with Darius and uh, Spida on the floor. So I'm not buying that. The team does. I mean, it is no mystery. It's hard for two ball dominant dominant guards to uh, play together. They're mm-hmm. they're figuring it out. But uh, I will definitely be watching tonight. I'm so jealous that Mitchell is with y'all instead of the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are actually playing pretty yeah. well. You know, they're a few games over 500. They've had some winning streaks and. Uh, 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 Brunson, yes. uh, the kid they uh, signed from probably an uh, all star from Dallas, has played extremely well. The, the Knicks have been starving for a point guard for, you know, ever since hell Derek Harper left in the nineties. <laughs> um, so he's played well, and and Julius Randle's played well. But boy, yeah. how much better would they be if they had Spider Mitchell? So, but good for good for you. You know, why I, aren't you? I, in, I pull for the Cavs. You need to be LeBron in Memphis on. tonight. Come on, man. I know. Come I, on. Yeah, bro. Get Devlin in here tomorrow morning and just go. I, yeah. I should. Oh, no, 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 no. You're young. What what time's the game? Seven o'clock. We got yeah. pregame at six. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I haven't even mentioned this. Eric, remember I said we got to yeah, get yeah, Eric, yeah, yeah. Eric Castle yeah. time tomorrow morning. Oh, wonderful. At nine twenty-five, the Good. voice of the Grizzlies. I don't yeah. even. You know, I'm duh. But anyway, uh, all right. The game will be the game will be over at nine thirty. You'll be back home by twelve thirty. Just yeah. come here and sleep. Yeah, I'll just sleep on the in, floor. In Ken's office, that couch. I wouldn't do that. No, I, wouldn't I, wouldn't do that. Do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. That couch has uh, followed us everywhere yeah. we've been. <laughs> so I think I'm off TV today. All right, we're good. But I thought so yesterday. All right, we're good. So well, well, tune in, see what stay, happens. All right, well, well there you are. <laughs> All right. Be where your feet are. The McFarlands uh, this afternoon with Darren and Justin. And then uh, the afternoon stretch with Zach and Bruno and Devlin. Did Devlin ever make it back? From, I think he's back from Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. What, is that car trouble? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wink, wink, nod, nod. All right. <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny that. Yes. Point. Uh, the, car, the car had trouble. He lost his keys. All right. <laughs> Jim Rome next. <laughs>